This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know what I need from you? What's that? Every button in this house is broken because you're Lenny from Mice and Men. He was very, very strong. Well, he was... He was a big, strong he, he oaf. special needs is what he was, so he would break the necks of rabbits. Well, that's a different aspect under his person, but, but like... No, I think that's what you're getting to, is No, that, I'm getting to you. You're very he, strong. He was heavy-handed. Okay, what's your excuse? You don't have... You're not special needs. Why do you keep breaking everything with the touch? I don't know. I don't think I do. No, like all the buttons in the house are broken. The garbage disposal broken. The TV one, like you press it, it it's like implodes. You know, it imploded. Garbage disposal works. What are you talking about? The buttons. Yeah, the button works. The buttons are like. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you don't think you're strong? No, I, I don't think that I, you know, breaking buttons is a matter of strength. Are you taking your aggression out on the buttons? Totally. I take steroids. I oh, take your fingers. Yeah, I take steroids for the buttons. Okay, well, maybe it's time to wean yourself off. Welcome, you ditzy dirties, to a new episode of Till the Dirt. By the way... That one wasn't that bad. Thanks. I um, was listening to Hannah Burner. And she, shout out, she does like an alliteration in her open. So I thought for the first time after 90 episodes that, 95. did I copy her? Yes, probably. I no. didn't mean to. 95 episodes. This is the 95th. Yay, MJ and Tommy. Oh, yeah. This is going to be a great episode, mainly because I feel so effing good today. How about you? I don't feel effing good at all, actually. So you hosted your radio show this week, man. How'd it go? Well, now that I've hosted Sirius XM for a full hour for five days in a row, what can't I do? That's <laughs> very true. What you can know? you do? What can you do? I mean, it, I, I, it was a dream come true. I imagine it was. That's it really was. A, it's a cool thing, man. That's a really cool thing. I'm proud of you. Uh, I didn't listen to a second of it, but it was. Oh, I don't want you to, and I can't. No, I, I, I didn't either. Even when you're on, even when you're on Jeff Lewis, I don't want to listen just because I don't want to. I don't want something like if you say something that I'm going to be. You know, I just want you to do your thing. Enjoy it. You don't have to worry about anything that's talked about on there. You know what I'm saying? I'll never hear it. I don't care. So, well, I agree with you about like if someone's going to do stand up bit, you just want them to do their best and you don't want your husband or spouse or boyfriend to feel like they have to censor themselves. Just like you don't want your parents to hear if you're going to be funny doing stand up. But like with radio, I can't listen to myself either because I can't handle the self like critique and the self analysis like 
being a, a guest on Jeff's show, I just, I'm there to chime in, mm-hmm. you know, and say something that might be funny like every 15 minutes yeah, and then the show's over. Interject here and there as opposed to being yeah. your show and your platform. And then I, I you know, I should have said that. Oh, why didn't I say this? You know what I mean? Or, like I wouldn't want to listen to it either. Yeah. Or you could just be like, oh, I sound great in that moment. And then I don't like, why did I say that word? Or, you know, you yeah. can like criticize your energy. Joe Beningo, who I listen to, he's on WFAN. And it's funny. He actually has an interesting life story in the sense that he used to be a salesman and he would call into the fan all the time as a caller and he won a contest and they made him, a, they gave him a show and then he wound up doing it for like 30 years, you know? Um, oh, really? Yeah. And he retired, but now every. How th- come his last name is so famous? He must be like a Bravo person. No, then he retired, and now every every now and then he'll like fill in if someone's going to be off or whatever, because fans still love him, and he's a mm-hmm. big Met fan. So I like Joe, but um, he was on this week filling in for someone, and he was talking about what you just were talking about, like when he first started. Yes. And he would, you know, for like the first two, in the beginning, he said for like the first two weeks, and when I would I would come in because he was doing overnights. That was the show that they gave him. Mm-hmm. So he would do the whole show, and then on his way home, he would listen to the show, like on a recording. They recorded it. And he would listen, and he said, "I couldn't do it." Yes, he said, "I, you know, a couple of weeks because that's what they get. That was the advice. They all the professionals, the ones that have been doing it for a long time. When he asked for what tips and shit, they said, "Listen to it," you know, and then you could see he was like, "I just I couldn't do it." Yeah, because I kept thinking. What, I should have did that, should have did that, and then it would bother me the next day. So he said, I, from then on, I just would show up, you know, and go. And you're just going to get better as you go along. And then when you get better, then you can listen to yourself. And it's in your it's with him. He was like, this is my what I love. That's how I got the job, you know, for, for me to talk about the Mets, you know, the, the, the Jets, the Knicks, whatever. I, I'm doing that anyway, you know, and it's the same thing with you. This show was about reality television, correct? Yes. So it's like, in, it's not like you had to sit there and study or like, what am I going to do? It's just doing what comes natural to you. And I don't know, like when it comes to the podcast, our pod here on Till the Dirt, I don't care. I can listen very easily from the first episode because it's our baby. It's very different too. Like yeah. these are our fans. These like It's our baby. Yeah, it's, like if we're going to fuck it up, it's going to be our shit. But it's, it's not somebody else's. And it's very much like a community type of thing. Like I feel like I'm talking to my friends here. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like we could be doing this in our backyard with friends. The same, like when you're doing it on the... On that, that's a national radio show, right? Some of those people might not even know who you are. They just listen to Sirius. And now and they're going to be brutally honest. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a paid subscription, you know what I mean? Or yeah. they're used to Amy Phillips, and now she's gone, mm-hmm. you know? So they might hold you to her standard or whatever. So it's it's just real different. But you, you, it went well. You're happy with the week? Well, if I'm being dead-ass honest with you. Well, I would hope that you're always going to be dead-ass honest with us. Um, I loved... Tuesday's show and Thursday's show and Friday's show the most. I think Monday and Wednesday was uh, a little like Monday was the worst. Not that there, it was bad. It was new. It was it was tough. You know, it was a new the, experience. Like there, we were like we rushed through the first segment. Obviously, I'm I'm like super comfortable with the format of one hour live radio yeah. on SiriusXM because I've a done lot it experience before. Now. But yeah, so. When Rez and I started off, like the, the he was like, okay, real fast pace. So he just was going too fast pace, but and then he, he figured it out. He's never done this before. Like, I mean, he's been a guest, I'm sure, but he's never done what you've done as far as 
Right. The, uh, he's he's definitely been a guest on Amy Phillips maybe like a couple times over the last seven years that mm -hmm. she's been on. But he was going faster because like he was like, yeah, like watch what happens live. But that's television For and sure. it's 30 minutes For and sure. it's live. For sure. But this is one hour and it's just us and it's radio. So Absolutely. it's a different medium. Absolutely. But he definitely caught on very quickly. Okay. Like he came back the second day. Almost like somebody took him and slow mowed him, so Dialed that was good. Dialed down a little bit. Yes, so okay. he did that, and he did that on his own. Like no one well, really I'm sure had to he say anything. I'm sure he probably you had a bunch of DMs after the first day. Mm -hmm. I'm sure he had a bunch of DMs too. Yeah. And if he was smart, he took you know the advice and listened to Definitely it. Definitely seemed like it. So it was good. It was okay. like really, it was fun. It was challenging. The way I felt about the week was like. I don't want to fuck it up. I don't want to disappoint Jeff. He said specifically, don't embarrass me, which was funny. And then... No, I disappoint Andy either. Yeah. And you don't want to disappoint Alyssa because she gave me the opportunity and like everyone liked Tim Johnson. And so I also didn't know what is it really like for an hour of live radio? To like, sit in the captain's chair. Yeah. Like in the sense that like with us, we're here... If something crazy happens, it still isn't live radio. No, just pause. You yeah. know what I mean? Like if Shams needs us, we just pause, you know, and then when it's edited, you, that does that type of thing doesn't even make it in there. But when you have or like live if, radio, there's, the, you know. Like the first day I was like, I don't even know if I'm going to be able to remember how to say like, hi, I'm MJ and you're listening to Reality Checked on Sirius XM Radio. Call 844-2639. Like yeah, it was yes, just funny. But sure. then by the second day I was like. No, no, no. It's it's fine. Yeah. Do you think they'll ask you back? Yes. Okay, good. So I sure do. I wanted to tell you a little real estate market update. Okay. I've actually met some good people via internet, via social media. You, you were always scared of that because apparently, didn't you have a bad experience where someone was just like, he, he just wanted to no, meet like, you and, and not, or, a long time ago, yes. a couple of my friends, they're like, they're a couple, the one who's Sir, Sam and Bossom mm -hmm. and they hit me up. I thought it was like a complete fan situation that I shouldn't trust. I ended up buying and selling a home for them like twice and it worked out. But like, I remember in the beginning, I was talking with Josh Altman about like, hey, so how do we vet these real estate opportunities? And he was like, you know, nothing has ever panned out well. He's like, I have been dragged to places in the middle of a weekend. I've, you know, thought real deal was coming through. And I don't know, he told me some crazy story about how much he went out of his way and how many hours and days of his life were wasted over like for him, opportunities for him. I bet even worse because that's what his show is. Is that yeah? And it, you know yeah, like, and it was in really both of us in the beginning. But you really could cast that net. You know what I'm saying? Like it's almost part of his job. Why are you on TV? Yeah, he's on TV to talk about real estate. Mm -hmm. So therefore, he almost has to really like for you. It's a little bit more of like you could do a little bit more of a vet. Yeah, I mean, as a woman, you could probably do a little bit more of a vet, and like because that of too. Google that too. Today, I went to an open house and. And I came back, Googled them, found out their wedding invitations. Like, I saw everything. And they were not public figures. <laughs> okay. Shit's crazy. It is crazy. But yeah, I just wanted to give you an update. Like, on the real estate market, it's like a crazy time to be alive as a real estate agent. Because I just think it's a fair market for sellers and buyers in L.A. You cannot be greedy or stupid. You have to be smart and generous on both sides of the transaction. And 
I just enjoy it a lot. Awesome. Thanks. Awesome. Thank you for indulging me. Don't sweat it. Next weekend is Nini's birthday. Mm, I don't imagine she'll be going Dutch for her birthday this year. What does that mean? Last year she went Dutch with her boyfriend. Oh. Or Valentine's Day maybe it was. One of them. Something like that. Yeah. I don't imagine that's going to be the case this year. So anyway, you guys, I heard that you have a bunch of questions. So we're going to do a fun little Q&A. I looked over the questions. They look really good. Uh, yeah, we actually still have more. I just, you know, we hadn't done a Q&A for a while, so we're just trying to catch up a little bit. And as always, if you guys have questions, send them in to any of our social media. You can send them directly to us or any of the Till the Dirt stuff that's out there. Uh, the first few questions are Bravo-centric. This is from Miller underscore reprised. She's doing a Shaz rewatch, and she's fascinated by your experience at Beverly Hills High School. Do you have any stories that you could tell about the Menendez brothers or Monica Lewinsky or anyone else that you went to high school with? So Monica Lewinsky was a girl I would see in drama class. Mm. Um, oh, she was at, you were actually in class with her? Uh, yeah, there was an elective. Okay. So I think anybody from 10th, 11th, and 12th grade could be in it, to my recollection. I was mean, she older or younger than you? Honestly, I don't know. Mm. Monica Lewinsky was like a kind of a nerd, not like in a like a drama nerd, like a low profile. Well, she wasn't I, popular. She was more of like a social geek, if you if you will, for lack I, of a better term. I don't imagine that you get close enough to the president that you could get cum on your dress. Mm. Unless you are a nerd, you know what I mean? She had to have been getting good grades or some shit. Like, you're not, you don't just anybody become an intern to be in the White House two steps away from the president. She was quiet, nerdy, not like a total nerd, just was like a, you know, nothing else to say about her, honestly. She banged the drama teacher too, or no? No, the drama teacher was a woman. Oh. Okay. What about the Menendez brothers? Did they kill anybody that you went to school with? So the Menendez brothers... Same grades? Just had uh, their cousin came out and said that he was sexually molested by the Menendez's dad. Well, that's what they said too, no? Yes. But this guy came out recently and... What's recently? Like in the last month. Really? Yes. Oh, shit. They might get an appeal of that too. And they might get an appeal. Because that's what they said their whole... I mean... It doesn't really justify blowing his head off, but... No, it does. Okay. It has since become a, a defense. Yeah, I mean, listen, court. and then the mom, too, got it. But they were trying to get money, too, weren't they? Well, special circumstances, LWAP, life without the possibility of parole in the state of California, is that if when you kill somebody, you gain something after killing them, then it's called special circumstances. But weren't they trying to get money too? Like that's why it wasn't just as cut and dry as like uh, they were doing all the sexual abuse or whatever, but at the end of the day, they were also trying to get money from them. Their dad was really strict and among being strict, they also didn't, he didn't give them things. So obviously they stood to inherit. So yes. Okay. And did you, were you in classes with them or? No, they were in tennis. Mm. And the older one, I definitely wasn't at high school at the same time, but like there was a younger one. Weren't they twins? Eric. No. Oh, okay. Eric Menendez was nice. I mean, he didn't say he didn't, didn't kill anybody. Anything. Right? He wasn't even the one. It wasn't even his idea. It was like his older brother, oh. Lyle, who wanted to go through with all this craziness. Oh, okay. Is that it? Is that the end of the line of... Uh... Angelina Jolie. Oh, she was in your class too. She was badass. In what sense? She was... Goth. Oh, she was... 
kind of like a no fucks. She was attractive when she was young too. Like she a, looked exactly the same, just yeah. like a baby face version. Because that that movie that she did um, about the computers was at Hackers, I think. She mm-hmm. she was young when she did that. Yeah, she and was, she looks exactly the same. She, yeah, she didn't look that much different, but goth. <laughs> so that's it. That was no more celebs. No more any, uh, people of any type of notoriety. Um, Michael Landon's daughter from Little House on the Prairie. Really? Uh, yeah, and um, she's older than Freddie. You know. Not that much, just maybe a year. Really? Or two? I don't honestly. Michael Landon's daughter. Yeah, I know from Little House on the Prairie. Yeah, and she's the same age as um. No, not that one. You're thinking about the famous one. Yeah. No, she's way older. Oh, I was say no, the thing. girl wasn't on Little House on the Prairie. Michael, oh, Michael Landon, Landon was. Oh, Michael Landon's daughter. You're daughter. thinking about like Sarah Gilbert or yes, something like something that. Like no, that. No, 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 no. Sarah no. Gilbert's from Rose. Melissa Gilbert. Melissa Gilbert. Maybe. No. Anyway. Whatever. So, okay. Um, but I was going to say. Freddie Deman. I was like, whoa. Madonna's manager, Freddie Deman, Gaio Siri, okay. Maverick Records. Okay. The Venerable Who's Who? Uh, yeah. yeah. Honestly, I don't know. Okay. Sorry. I hope I don't disappoint. Yep. So apparently, Monica Lewinsky didn't bang anybody uh, to get ahead. And so Lil- Leah and- Rivera, who you know, came to our live show in New York and also went to BravoCon and we took a picture together and I love her so much. I really do. And they looked fly, by the way. Yeah, they had to tell their t-shirt on. I've seen it. Yeah, and I think I messaged Leah like and follow her and everything. I don't see her often enough, so hopefully if she's listening, slide into my DMs more. I like talking to you. Well, she wanted to know. If uh, I'm planning to go to BravoCon this year. Yeah, if she no, she if she's planning to go to BravoCon this year, where, where where should she stay? I heard from Brandon Liberati that Caesars would be the best place to stay. Okay. So I will let you know if I have any updates, because it would matter where I'm staying, so that I could tell her where to stay. Because yeah. obviously the main hotel is the best hotel. Yes, but it's something you probably want to get out in front of because uh, you know once they kind of announce that, I'm sure it's gonna be real tough to get. Yeah, uh, the, the hotel where that's closest to Caesars would be the Mirage and then Bally's in Paris because those are easy to like cross nah, the shuttle. No. Treasure Island. No, uh, B- Mirage definitely. Bellagio's actually close to Caesars. So's um, the Venetian. Yeah. Yeah. That's across the street. But you can't cross the street, so you have to still go around. Yeah, no, but you now it's easier. Now you can. The, they got hmm. shit to bring you there. I'm they more experienced in Vegas than you are. I've I been going there. since I was 14. I live there. Doesn't mean shit. I <laughs> walked from one hotel to another okay, more than gr- you have. Okay, great. I live there. All right. Well, next question. This is from Mom. Mama Linda also is doing a Shaz rewatch. Apparently, everybody's getting their, their taste of Shaz. It's a thing. Which was your favorite season of Shaz to film? And was it your favorite one to watch, too? One and one. Both? So your favorite one to film was season one, and your favorite one to watch is season one? Yes. Season one was the most authentic. It was the most fun. It was cringy. It was life-changing. It was the one when my mom told me that I'm not marriage material, and then I bit into a French fry seconds after. It was the moment I puked in Vegas, speaking of which. It was awesome. Okay. And the last one wants to be anonymous. 
They live in New York. They've been arguing. Oh, and also because season one was the most real. Everyone didn't have time to, like, no one had time to. No one knew any better. Think anything, plan how, anything. Everyone was the most themselves. How how, how many episodes was it? Six. Six. Mm -hmm. Okay. And how many people from the original cast were M still around? Me, Sammy, Gigi, Reza, Mike. That was it. And there were more cast members or no? Oh, Asa. Duh. Duh. Yeah. But that was it? When Jesse was on, he said there was a couple other people. Uh, there was a Persian comedian named David and Anita Gohari, who we're still friends with. Okay. They both got cut, but okay. they filmed the whole season. They didn't know until like the very end. I mean, we should we could spill some Shaw's tea right now. We flew private, right, to Vegas. Like I said, it was amazing because nobody had time to image craft. You know, you had to be yourself. Like you were just getting ready to say nobody could be fake. Yeah. Right? Because we didn't have time. Not to mention reality TV wasn't the thing it is now. Especially right. Bravo. You know, Bravo is a lot more like showmanship now than, than uh, you know, it's a lot more It follows a formula. And, yeah, it's a lot more pomp and circumstance now. It was a lot more free-flowing. Yeah. Well, all those reality shows at that particular time, whether it was The Simple Life or The Jersey Shore or fucking, it was to act a fool. Get on TV and act a fool, yeah. you know, which it's not really like that now. And everybody's more guarded and they're worried about their brand, you know, where that wasn't really like that then. Like I walked into the party bus with hot rollers in my hair. Like nobody had done that. You guys were some of the first people to be doing TV reality television. There wasn't a lot of reality TV aside from like famous families, you know, like the Osbournes or Nick and Jessica or like people that you knew. Yeah, wasn't Kardashians and yeah, there wasn't a lot of people that you didn't know. Meet the Barkers that were on TV. You know, aside from like the real world. And then there was um, the Hills. Yeah. Laguna Beach. But even them, you kind of knew them in the sense that they had famous relatives or they went to, they knew famous people, you but know? But they were already a hit, all these yeah. ones that we're naming. Yeah. I remember Jessica, that, that Jessica that I talk about or that we spoke, our, she loved all that shit. Same. Yeah, she loved all that shit. Same here. Yes. Loved it. Yeah, could be, live off it. There'd be nights like that. I would go hang out by her and like just her sister all and all. No, they would be done, like that would be what, what they would all just we talk done. about. They were just done with that. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like we come hang out, we drink some wine, about it. and yeah. they had just watched The Hills. They had just watched whatever. You know, Simple Life. Any of those shows. Simple Life. Yeah. You know, any of those shows. They had those just were all watched. Hot. Yeah, absolutely. I lived for those shows. And even though we started rolling camera, there was something that didn't make me think I needed to act a, a way in order to do my thing. And when like the cameras would roll on my mom, she didn't try to like be nice because there was cameras rolling. She was like exactly who she is, yeah. even to the insults that she I, would throw I, even at me. Even worse, I bet. Even worse to some extent, you know? Like I don't know. Just She leans in. You she know just what I mean? was so herself. She understood the assignment, as they say. Yes. Know? And then it was definitely, like, not normal for people to be that much themselves, you know, on camera. And for you guys, the show is about Persian people in L.A., so, it, like, people watching... I'm sure like that's how Persians are where it's like, no, that's just how you are where it's uh, not necessarily huh? just because, you know, where it's like, no, that's how you are. And I'm not going to change who I am because I'm representing Persians. I remember when we hit the covers of some magazines and the first time that people started to criticize us and like somebody was like, oh, look at her, like talking about me, like 
the Persians were the ones that were coming out with the claws, like saying like the meanest shit. The same, thing with, same thing with the uh, Jersey, Jersey Shore. Shore. Yeah, the Italians were all up the in arms. Worst. Yeah, the, you know, they were all up in arms between like... Did these people don't represent us. Yeah. Like, go get your own goddamn show and represent what you want to represent. Between like the mafia and Jersey Shore. It was <laughs> like Guidos. The, yeah, the Italians weren't too happy with the way they were getting represented on TV. Well, there's been nothing since, so Yep, yeah, there you go. You. Keep complaining, you know? Exactly. So the last one, this is not Bravo related, and I actually know this person so they want to stay anonymous okay they live in new york they've been arguing school lets out next month they're going on vacation he wants to take them to mm-hmm. meaning the wife and two sons to cooperstown and she wants to go to florida to the beach they should go to the florida to the how, beach. how do they decide do what she wants why she because she's the woman what the fuck does that mean just give her what she wants Yo, bro, this does not work for me as a society anymore, which is because I can give it to the woman. What the fuck does that even mean? Do they have two boys? Yeah. They're her sons. Two boys. It's it's him, two boys. What more do you want? She gave him two boys. Okay, great. I personally would rather go to my Florida. Yeah, I like Cooperstown. Do you know what Cooperstown is? No clue. It's the baseball hall of fame. Oh, God, it's, how selfish are you? It, I mean, like, if you've got two kids that love baseball, they'd like to go to the Baseball Hall of Fame. What are you talking it's, about? Where is it? In Cooperstown. It's in New York. It's upstate New York. So there's no comparison. One, it's like going to the museum. You don't take your whole vacation there. No, people do. There's a whole town that's built around it. But that being said... It's not as diverse as a trip to Miami or Florida. I Fort Lauderdale, where she want to go? I, I Like, I'm not, you know... You get it. You you can't even stand up and defend it. I would compromise. Like, I go to the Poconos, maybe, because the Poconos, like, you could go do something there. You know, you could get it. And, you know, I can't really say this because when we were in New York and we went to the Museum of Natural History, prior to going to that, I would think, oh, lame. But when we went, I had a fucking really good time there. Like, mm-hmm. that was cool. Mm-hmm. So, may, I, I, you know, Cooperstown, I've never been. I went there when we played a game when we were younger, but I didn't actually go to the museum. They have a field there, the you know. So I don't know how Sounds you decide, like but I definitely, separate. I definitely don't decide that she's the woman. So we go to the woman because we want to make her happy. That's, I think that's that, fucking crazy. I just don't. I think that everybody should be on the well, same page, or at least come to a little bit of a compromise. No, I, th- I think the vibe is like you want your wife to be happy, and like you want you want you your want husband to, do, to be happy too. You want your kids to be happy too. You know what I'm saying? I know, but I think that like certain times people that love each other, they like really relish in something that's going to feed her for the rest of the year. For example, the way that men and women enjoy things is different. For instance, you for my birthday said, go to the spa, right? Because I'm going to go to the spa, but I'm not going to go to the spa every day. I might not even go to the spa every year, but the things that you enjoy, like the game, like the games that you watch you're going to probably be able to catch a baseball game every week, right? So you're going to be like, you know what? The things that make a woman feel sexy is going to be a little beach trip. I want my wife to feel happy. Let's give her something that's going to fill up her cup because this week in Florida is going to make her feel great for the rest of the year. I do things all the time that make me feel good. I could take my sons to the baseball games, to the basketball games all year round, football games, 
her and her two sons and her husband do games all the time. Therefore, they don't need to go to Cooperstown. Do there, you understand that? At no point in time did it say that they go to games all the time. That's something you're saying. They don't watch games? I, they, maybe they do. But I, again, Well, if they want to go to Basketball Hall of Fame, then they baseball. probably... Yeah, if they want to go to the Baseball Hall of Fame, my guess is they're probably sports fans. Probably. And if they're sports fans, probably. then my guess is they're probably watching sports and attending sports whether they're watching it in the medium of television or in a bar or in a field. So that's or something that they definitely enjoy, right? On a regular basis. So then you wouldn't want to take them to a museum. If, if they love dinosaurs, you wouldn't want to take them to the Museum of Natural History if they were really if into they, dinosaurs? If they can see dinosaurs every week, no, they don't need to go to a dinosaur museum across town because they've already got the dinosaurs in town. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. If you already have dinosaurs, you can walk your dinosaur. You have dinosaur balls at home, baseball bats, softballs, soccers, basketballs, footballs all year round. Therefore, you don't need a dedicated vacation. Who is this schmuck? Let me at him. And in fact, instead of doubling down, let's make this like a poll of a week. And then all oh, the girls I, I'll that are listening. I'll be stunned if all the women out there agree with me. It could be fair. Yeah. Well, I could be, but I doubt it will be. I just, like I said, the Why rash. Do you doubt it. There's plenty of women out there that are listening right now that want their husbands to be happy, okay. that love their children and want their children to be happy. Yeah. Ziba, our cousin, shout out Ziba. She will go on the vacation that is going to make her children happy over herself. But should Fouad do what Ziba wants or should Ziba do what Fouad wants? I think that you do what the kids want. Well, Zeba sacrifices every single day for her children. Okay. Well, again, as I, does as do most of the moms. A, a kid is only a certain age for a certain amount of time, right? So if the kid is into something when they're younger, I would try to lean into it a little bit, you know. But that being said, I have, I, I have something to propose just to take this to a little bit deeper. I was listening to Dr. Laura, and she was talking. Ugh, there that was already a, automatically again turns me off. No, you're, I promise you're not going to think uh, that. Okay. This lady, this girl, was she was married for many years, and she was talking about her marriage, and she was having problems with it. And she said, when my husband and I were just dating, it was like this. And then once we got married, it became like this. And Dr. Laura was like, but dating, all you do together is have fun. Marriage is the bills and the taxes and the rent and the insurance. And it's all of the serious life adulting. So don't ever compare dating each other to a time when you are married. And I was like, why is that so hard for us to figure out? Why was that so hard? Like all you do is have fun together when you're dating. It's completely voluntary. It's not a, it's totally conditional. Okay. You're dating someone as long as it feels good, as long as it's fun, as long as you're both into each other. Marriage, you have to be with each other. Even if you're mad, even if it's hard, even if everything times are tough right? So why do we compare our period of time when our, when we were just dating to our marriage and then we marry and then we wonder why it's so hard and why it's so different. So a vacation is a chance for you to circle around to some of the fun and the romance that you once had when you were new. And that is the reason why you go to Florida instead of fucking Jonestown. And yes, you should want that for yourself and for your wife, because when you love your woman and you see how having children and breastfeeding and 
all that stuff that happens to a woman wears away at her. And if she stays at home, then she's cleaning a lot. And if she's working out in the field, then she's away from her kids and her family a lot. So no matter what, what's he doing? You want her, what do you she, think he's doing? He's also busting you know, his ass. Okay, but I'm so. saying like when you see your woman like feel like she's losing her groove or like losing touch or whatever, you kind of want like would do anything you can to give it back to her. So, yeah, I, I don't know how we would rectify that because apparently we, we, can't, we can't come to an agreement either. So no, I don't know how he, to tell I him. I think we did come to an agreement. Uh, I, you know, okay. I, that's definitely, uh, I think that's the questions for today because, you know, we, we got a lot of time and, you know, folks out there. Oh, that was fun. Yeah. Definitely slide into our DMs and tell us who's, who. Tell us what, what you think. Uh, yeah, specifically about this and. You know, let's circle around and talk about it. And next week, we'll talk about it again. And just uh, for those, keep an eye out. That parenting journal, the My Two Cents journal, I, it's published. It's uh, I'm, They're going to send me a copy first. Hope it comes out good. But, you know, it should be out and available in time for Father's Day. And, you know, and if you're a mother pulling double time, you know, a lot of single mothers out there, it'll work for you too. So, you know, I think it'd be a good gift. And for those out there also listen, we have the other podcast, the Reality Wife Happy Life podcast. Oh, yeah. I want to start talking about Martha's Vineyard. It's a really good show. Vanderpump Rules. There's a lot to talk about on Reality Wife Happy Life. Yeah. So if you want to hear my wife's takes about the scandal of it all. Uh, tune in there and you'll hear everything that she has to say about what it was this week that was the finale. Every episode for the next month is going to be recapped and uh, we're going to add some new shows so too. Th there's still a month left of the show? Vanderpump, yeah. Yeah. Three-part episode, the finale, it's a lot. Uh, so, yeah. And the conversation never gets old, they're, sorry. They're milking fucking everything they can out of this thing, bro. I'll well, tell the finale just aired. Okay. It just aired. Okay. And they're getting a three-part Reunion, huh? The reunion hasn't even started yet. It's next week. But they filmed the reunion. Yeah. Yeah. And Ariana was on... Uh, oh, by the way, there's a rumor that just hit that Raquel is pregnant. Oh, really? Yes. With who? Andy's kid? No. <laughs> just, just anybody With kid. Sandoval's kid. Oh, really? We'll see. We'll see. Did you know I saw Tom Schwartz at the Vanderpump Dog event? Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Oh, wow. You went to that. You went to Vanderpump Dogs. Mm -hmm. That's right. I did. And were they all there? Because in the mm -hmm. past, they've all been there as like a yes. shot. So they were all there. And yes, Lala was there. James Kennedy was there with his girlfriend. Tom Schwartz was there. Sandoval wasn't there. No. He's oh. in hiding, as okay. he should be. Okay. Raquel wasn't there. She's in hiding. So then they weren't all there. Was well, Ariana there? Well, Ariana was doing Watch What Happens Live live. So okay. she was still in New York with Sheena. Okay. But how was it good? It was good. You know, nobody went up to them. It was a really cute date night. There were a lot of husbands that were like, I don't know who you are, but can my wife take a picture with you? And I was like, oh my God, you're so cute. And she was like, don't, don't stop, stop. And I was like, you know what? If you were at a football, if like you saw like an NFL, because he called me like a famous um, San Francisco, who's the runner for like throws the ball or runs the ball, who runs the ball for the, no, for the San Francisco Chargers. San Francisco Chargers, huh? Well, it's close. Okay. Who? San Francisco 49ers? Yeah. Who runs the ball? <laughs> the running back. What's their name? Christian McCaffrey. McCaffrey? Yeah. Probably. Okay. He said, I'm someone like that. And I was like, and if you, telling the wife, if you ran into an NFL player, he would get nervous and you'd go up to the NFL player and be like, nah. can we get a picture? No. Nah. What? I wouldn't. 
excuse you? Yeah, I went. What are you talking about? You lost your shit when you ran into Keith Hernandez. Yes, that's different. And and Keith Steve and Cohen and, and his wife both, and, and everybody. Both those guys are different. That's oh, totally different. They're not different. I've seen many and many an athlete, and I could give two shits about seeing them. Keith Hernandez Tommy. is my all-time hero, okay. and Steve Cohen owns the team. That's big difference, dude. Uh-huh. I like anybody it's not, else. It's I, the same vibe. Yeah, I've waited at a, at a stoplight with LeBron James. It was like, excuse me, bro, because all the paparazzi was there from, can you get the fuck out of my way? I'm trying to cross the street. Trust me, I don't care about most athletes. Yeah, she's a fan of me, yeah, and he no, would be a it. fan of her. So I said fan, F-A-N. Yeah. So you see? Yeah. You just have to naturally disagree with me, and I love you for it. Not at all. Yeah, you just did. <laughs> Because I disagree. Saw Heather McDonald. I saw John Levitt from SNL. I saw Rebecca Romaine and Jerry O'Connell. <sighs> Golnessa was very skinny. I saw her. Sat next to she her. She came with you, no? Yep. She's your plus one, no? And Jeff. Mm-hmm. And uh, Lewis and uh, Reza Adam. For any of our listeners who are business owners looking for financial relief, we have exciting news for you guys. Let us introduce you to GetMyFunds.com. GetMyFunds.com are your trusted partner in navigating the Employee Retention Credit ERC program. With GetMyFunds.com, you can access relief funds your business deserves. The team of experts will guide you through the process, providing free consultation and a detailed summary report to determine your eligibility. And what sets GetMyFunds.com apart is their outstanding track record and reputation. 4.9 stars on Trustpilot. Yes. Yeah. I was just going to say that <laughs> for real. And their certified accountants and their CPA are really knowledgeable like they know how it works they know the ins and outs this is what they do every day all day so they specialize in it they know what you need to do inside and out the rules and regulations forwards you name it they don't take a nickel they don't get paid a dime unless they're successful so if they get when you get paid they get paid otherwise it doesn't cost you a dime but there is a catch it is ending soon so you don't want to put it off because it's money that you're entitled to if you're eligible you can act now and secure your business with a relief check on the average of $200,000 or more. And you can join the thousands of companies that GetMyFunds.com has helped to receive over $300 million in COVID relief funding. Go to the link on our webpage or go to GetMyFunds.com. Fill out the form and uh, one of their uh, specialists will get a call and, and guide you through the process, answer any questions that you may have. Yes, we'll put the link in our podcast episode for today's show notes. Act now and secure a brighter future for your business. If I'm being honest, here's the problem with being your wife. You do a lot of things to abuse yourself, but then you also expect me to be like really sympathetic. So I have to like pretend like it's not your fault, but like really in the end of the day, I hear you in the bathroom because you ate too much. Everything you do is probably your fault. Definitely not. I <laughs> did definitely that my... Uh, my ear was fine until I got this fucking, uh, procedure to save your life. Yeah. Until I got this stupid fucking implant put in 
this, this life saving breathing now procedure? It's, now it's killing me, man. It's killing me. So, for those that want to know, you know, about the implant and how's it working, the implant works. I definitely sleep better than I've slept in a real long time. Matter of fact, I was telling my wife this week, well, first off, you should probably introduce the show. Welcome to a new episode of Till the Dirt with Tommy and MJ. I am Mercedes Jeffy, your host, and my husband is Tommy Fudd. Absolutely. And I love you. I love you too. And we host a show giving you the male and female perspective of all the funniest, coolest things. We started retracing the steps. If you want to start from episode one, where and how we met on an app, fast forward to... I got a sleep impl- <laughs> sleeping device put in stool- installed two weeks we're ago. We're fat and ugly. I'm I, kidding. I couldn't sleep. And um, literally since the day that I had the procedure, I've had this a, a, a bad earache. And, you know, it was two months ago. So I finally went back to the surgeon who did the procedure. You um, tolerated the pain for an unnecessarily long period of time. Well, no, they kept kind of, you know, well, first you came with me to the initial appointment of when they turned it on, which was a month later. And she was like, I never heard of that, you know, and then we talked to the people that the inspire people, same thing. Oh, yeah, I never heard of that. Like when I told them about my ear. Yeah, but that's like telling the pharmacist instead of the doctor, you have to go to the doctor. I understand. But this, you know, when. When I spoke to him, first off, he knew before he even looked in my ear. Or I, well, it's not in my ear. He had to go up my nose with a camera and down my throat. But he knew what it was, then showed me what it was. So he's like, yeah, this happens. So it's kind of, it's not uncommon for this to happen, especially after, after the procedure. I know, but you could have you could have seen the doctor or communicated to the doctor. The I have. Key. I have. Do email. And I've emailed him five or six times since then. He just kept telling me, hang on, wait, see if it clears up. It's like, okay. And it hasn't cleared up. And matter of fact, since I went to see him this week, it's actually gotten worse. And like I said, there's a condition. It's It's got a name, but it's like a medical name. So I'm not sure what the name is. It's like, you know, some gnosis. But, you know, one of my uh, vocal cords is more swollen than the other, and it's the side of my ear. And, you know, long story short, uh, for the next, it's three months that it's going to take for it to clear up potentially. And if it doesn't clear up in three months, then I have to get Botox shot into the other side, and I won't be able to talk for three months. So for people wanting to know, you know, what's going on with the device, how is everything, is it worth it or whatever, I will say that the sleep aspect of it is definitely working. And like I told my wife this week, I actually noticed it because one of the nights, for whatever reason, the remote wasn't working, so I couldn't turn it on. And that night, I got no sleep. I slept terrible. It was like it was, you know, months ago. I felt like shit the whole next day. But the remote's working again, so the sleep is fine. But it's just this ear pain is fucking killing me, dude. It's really been a journey. And, like, I think the bright side is the doctor said that you might start to feel completely cured by three months it'll gradually get better over three months don't stop taking the meds yeah don't stop the treatment right you can expect to be healed within three months from this pain but you could start to feel dissipation immediately hopefully hopefully knock on wood and listen just like circling back the broader point is nobody ever mentioned 
any of this shit you, before, like, I got to implant. It all sounded like it was rainbows and unicorns and, like, yeah, yeah man, it's going to be great. Don't but, sweat about it. You know. And there was a, a few different hurdles that I've had to jump over. So just before you get this, like I said, I'm definitely sleeping better. But just, you know, ask more questions. Ask a lot of questions. Doctors do that. They're not going to tell you. If they know it's for the greater good, they're going to let you suffer through a little bit of pain for a longer term, better thing. And even though he didn't anticipate the ear pain, you could have been more proactive with reporting the discomfort that you were in with your ear. I, I reported it right away, like literally right away. I emailed them within the first week, but they, their initial responses were all, it's the soreness, you know, that will heal. It will go away. Okay. And then it's two months later. It's like, and so not only has it gotten away, but then I had to go the other day. Uh, he finally told me to come in. And when I went in, like I said, they gave me some steroid up my nose. And they put a camera up my nose that went down my throat. Like, since that's worn off, it hurts way more now than it did. So it's just, it's been a little bit of a, a of a nuisance and a pain. And I really hope that fucking it gets healed because I definitely don't want to, like, you told me I can't talk for three months. I know how happy you'll no, be. No, no. I know. That's I'm, being really, like, if, like, worst case scenario, the other treatment didn't work, you might have to go through that. Let's get an update on you, Tommy. How's your sleep doing? How's your ear pain doing? The ear is killing me. On a scale of one to 10, it was like, you know, at its worst, it was a, like an eight, but it would come and go. Now it's like literally 9.2 and it's there all the time. So it's been a real fucking nuisance. Um, I'm sorry to hear that. I mean, yeah. I, I, I did give you my pain pill from my Morpheus 8. Oh, you guys. I want to shout out Dr. Gary Modicke's spa. A few of my friends have gone to Dr. Modicke's spa. They've gotten the Morpheus 8. They are younger, older than me, and they love it. I get some DMs once in a while. You guys, make sure you you go to Sarah because she is extremely thorough. And the other people I cannot speak for. I can only guarantee you to go to her. It is worth it. Some people want to know what other things you could do. And it reminds me of like how people, like you could relate, Tommy. If you're a girl. I am. I can relate. I'm a pretty big woman. Girls are like, "Ah, there's no way I'm going to get laser hair removal. If a girl is willing to go get wax, like bikini wax, leg wax and everything, you're probably going to spend, let's just say somewhere between 60 and $200. Okay. That's why really that's what it costs. Yes. And you know it's going to grow back in a few weeks and you're going to have to go again in like six weeks. It doesn't ever just stop because I used to, when I was younger, I had like the, you know, Eddie Munster unibrow and I would have to get that waxed. Uh-huh. And then it, kept, it just Little stopped. by little, it's supposed to retard the growth. It just stopped. Yeah. Little like, by little. Know. Yeah. Okay. As age and everything. But with leg hair, bikini hair, it's more coarse and it's a bigger area. So... What happened is these girls, they're like, no way. Laser takes forever. It's so expensive. I'm like, do you realize that your whole life you're getting laser? You're, I'm you're, sorry. Your whole life you're getting waxed and you're willing to spend a hundred bucks in small doses over years. But then and it's not like the pain is a lot less. You oh, know? it's so not less. Yeah. Pain wax is way painful and it comes right back mm. and it definitely costs more money. But it's funny how like just some people don't get it. So the kind of things that we spend money on, 
that are short term and don't really matter as much as Morpheus 8. So that was my thing on that. Mm. All right, kids, just wrap it up. All right, guys, we cannot wait to get back to you. We've got like, just like, this is it. Summer is here. Life is happening. I'm so excited. We're going to have Sheena and Brock over for a swim party soon. So hopefully we'll have like a fun little shams and summer poolside day and have them here on the pod. That's the news. And I am out of here. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Till the Dirt with Tommy and MJ. We're so happy you're coming on this journey with us. It would mean so much to us if you would rate our show, give us five stars, leave a nice comment, and subscribe so you can stay up to date with all our new episodes. If you go to our website, tillthedirtpodcast.com, you can sign up for our mailing list and also be sure to check out our merch. Follow us on all platforms at Till the Dirt Podcast and on YouTube at Till the Dirt with Tommy and MJ. See you next week, dirties. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.